What up, everybody? <laughs> What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor. And this is episode, episode oh my God, I can't even talk. Episode 435 of the show on how to manage your business. This is going to be full of tips and tricks on how to actually scale your business, grow your business, and manage people, your life, things, etc. I don't really talk about this too much, but I think it's one of my little superpowers. And so I think you guys are going to really enjoy this episode as you get further into it. When and if you do enjoy this episode, please make sure you screenshot it, put it in your Instagram story, tag me at I'm Boss Lee, tag some friends if you would like, and let me know what your favorite parts of the episode are. Um, if you feel so inclined to, please leave a five-star review on the show. When we get to 2,500 five-star reviews, I will be doing a giveaway, um, <clears throat> which I know you guys are interested in, but a giveaway for 2,500 US dollars. So make sure you share the podcast to people so we can get it there even faster. Um, if you haven't already, join the Telegram channel. I know a lot of you are in the Telegram channel, but it is the first link in the show notes of the bio. And the last thing I'll say is what you're hearing on this episode of the podcast is me training a network marketing team. Anything that could be perceived as an income claim is not guaranteed and cannot be guaranteed. If you choose to participate in a network marketing company, please understand it's very hard work and by no way are my results typical. Today's reviewer of the show is Melissa G6. She says, forever hooked on Jesse Lee, five stars. I've listened to many podcasts and always come back to Jesse Lee. Doesn't matter what's going on in my life, what adventure I'm taking on next. Jesse Lee has the words and the motivation and inspiration to snap me back to reality. Thank you, Jesse Lee, for always putting yourself out there and making a difference in my life and in my future. I'm forever grateful and forever hooked. I love it. Thank you so much. I really love you guys and appreciate you. And this episode, uh, it just has so many tactics and tips. And I really think it's what you guys need for your business. I would probably share this to uh, your mid to high level leaders. Um, you could do it to your whole team as well, but they really need to hear this. And so I hope it is inspiring to you. And I look forward to hearing feedback on episode 435 of the show. Okay, so today's training, I want to talk about, uh, I just want to talk about different things we can do to move forward in, I hate using the word management style, but in a management style to move our business and really move the needle. And this is, I never shared this into Facebook. It's sitting up here on my thing. Are you flipping kidding me, man? What in the hell? Whatever. Okay, this is recording though, so it's okay, right? We're okay? All right, cool. All right, so... Uh, basically better ways to actually manage what we're doing is what I want to talk about, right? Managing your teams, managing your businesses, etc. The first thing is you as the leader have to define a vision and then broadcast it, right? And this goes through different channels. And I think a lot of you understand what I'm saying when I say that, but there's a reason why it's going in tiers, right? You're obviously up at the top. You're obviously up at the top. You're all champs. Right? You're getting way more information than your rank fours, than your rank fives, than your rank twos, than your private partners. That's just the way it works. So once you define your vision and then you broadcast it, it allows you to move. Right, You are able to engage your team. You're allowing people to move to the best of their abilities. And so when you have a clear vision of where you want to go and where you want to take your team and what impact you want to have on them, and who you want to impact more than anything, you're actually able to change the world. And I think you're seeing that, obviously, some of you, when maybe you're, you're rank advancing, right? Those of you that are rank advancing forward faster than others, maybe, it's that clear vision. And then it's the ability to manage the group of people and lead the group of people forward in that vision, okay? So if you haven't already, here's a piece of directive. Have a freaking meeting with them and tell them. You know, I love Sydney Smith's story where she talks about how she was stuck at 
ranked six with like 40,000 points or something. And she got on a call with her team. She's like, we're hitting rank seven this month. Can we do it? I've got the vision of rank seven this month. And everyone's like, what the hell's rank seven? And it's funny because I think you think that your team knows what rank eight is because you're pushing for it. They don't know what that is. What the hell's a rank eight? Going back to like, I don't see none of y'all going to the grocery store with a freaking name badge on that says seven, eight, call me champ, you freaking weirdos. You would never, right? Nobody knows what it means. You sound like a freaking lunatic. So instead of all that crap that nobody's doing because you would look like a psychopath, right? Get on a call. Call like we got an emergency call. You can even still do it. There's like 10 days left in the month or something, right? We're going to push. We've got Fall Fest. we got this. My vision of where this team ends is 125000 The vision of where this team ends is two hundred fifty k. The vision of where this team ends is five hundred fifty. whatever the heck your goal is, right? And rally the troops. Stop speaking in ranks so much. Nobody knows what that means, right? Start telling them where you're going, right? We got to hit pro champ and what this means is we got to do this. And then afterwards, got follow up. Afterwards, got to follow up, right? So you tell them, all right, we're on a rank seven blitz. We got eight days, seven days. I don't know how many freaking days are left, guys. Y'all know I live in my own little world over here, all right? Okay, like I don't know where it is. We have seven days, eight days, nine days left. We got all these days left. Here's what we're going to do. Bah, 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 bah. Boom, then he sent a message. Don't forget, we're now on a rank nine run. And what we're going to do is bah, 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 bah. just re reminding them you think it's it's it you think they remember you think they're paying attention no the hell they're not okay they're off in squirrel land right they they were on the call woo rank seven woo rank eight woo two star they're like woohooing and they don't even know what they're woohooing so get them pulled back in with communication right after okay third thing that you need to do is you gotta write that down and post it so everyone sees it So, like, how many of you go live pretty regularly? Anybody? What if, like, literally right behind you, you had something, like, right here where it said rank 7, uh, 9-30-21. Rank 8, 9-30-21. Rank rank 8, 3-star, 9-20. What the hell? You know what I'm trying to say, right? Not only because you're going to see it, but think of all the people that are going to see your vision. Think of the people on your team that watch you go live. Think of the people on your team that when they're sitting on a Zoom call and they see right here, you know, XYZ team is rank nine by 9-30-21. And it's in their face like, dang, okay, it's my job. It's my duty. My leader needs me. Because especially if you've been leading well, those people want to see you win. And I know that's a weird feeling because it's imposter syndrome. Welcome to my life crying in front of a thousand people last night. Yeah, so fun. <laughs> All right. But like that is real. A lot of you don't ask your teams to work a little harder because you're like, why would they work for me? Ask any of the people who have been around for a couple of years when we've pushed for stuff. I'm the first one sitting there in the chair like. I'll just call her out because she's on the call. Angela Musco literally goes, do you want to be rank 10 or do you want to like talk about it? I don't remember what she said. She said something really mean. Okay. It wasn't really mean, but she was like, you know, whatever the hell it was. I'm like, damn, I guess you're right. I guess I need to tell these people we got to hit rank 10. Right. 
And I had to get out of my like, ugh, do I, have I led enough to, to deserve to tell people that we have to hit rank 10? Right? We had already hit it. I just didn't want to drop rank for those of you that, that weren't around for this. Okay? And then I had to set a crazy goal for myself. Some of you don't know this. My first Rolex I bought, I don't think I've ever told you this. The, I said, I'm only going to buy it if we maintain rank because that month was so bad. <laughs> like the whole month was horrific. And so I was like, all right, I want to buy my first Rolex. I'm only going to buy the Rolex if I, if and when we hit this rank again, because it would have been rank 10 bonus pools, right? So if I, if we had missed it, it would have cost me, I don't know, 25, 30, $40,000. And so I was like, ah, can't risk it. I can't risk it. Right. And so I set a goal around it. But I let them all know, like, yeah, how bad do you want it is what Angela said. And I was like, I want it really bad. So let people know, okay? The next thing is you've got to get, you got, you got to get personal if you want engagement. Because defining the vision of everything that you want is great. But it's not enough to engage your team to commit to it. Like, do you know what motivates your team, Elena, do you know what motivates your team, Melee? Do you know what makes people excited, Kelsey, Candace, Brittany, Chelsea? Do you know what moves the needle? Because most of you have no idea what excites these people, and you're literally just throwing stuff at them and then going, oh, nobody really, oh, mm, nah. It's like, you've got, that's why I said, hey, what do you guys do in fall? I don't know what you do during fall. I do the same thing every freaking season I work. Okay, so all I really need every single day of the freaking year, 365, 366 in a damn leap year, I just need a laptop. I need some extra chargers. Like, give me some lights, camera, action. Y'all are out there smoking marshmallows and stuff. I don't know nothing about that life. Okay, so you need to tell me what happens when you pitch a tent in your backyard with your kids. What do I need to buy? Okay, Wisconsin fam. Like, what do I need to buy? Upstate New Yorkers? Like, y'all in your cold? Like, do I need to buy? <gasps> Somebody had sleeping bags. All right, I bet you we need to put sleeping bags on the list. See, I'm coming up with it. Here we go. Now we're rolling. Now we got Fall Fest good. Like, my point is what's going to motivate them? Because we can't keep attracting the same people over and over again and not knowing what they want, not knowing how to engage them. One of the most common things I hear is people go, oh my gosh, I got no problem getting them to MVP at first, and then they go away. Why do they quit? Because you didn't know what was motivating them. You didn't know if they needed a phone call. You didn't know if they needed a text message. You didn't know if they needed a tent. <laughs> right you didn't know I still remember the first time I bought Kelsey Lululemon right because she's out there in these streets and her leggings all the time her butt all over the internet I was like dang let me tell you I think I know like now she's standing up showing us her ass all right so anyway that's okay that butt makes a lot of money so like you know I'm here to support it you know like not like that y'all okay look I remember though I said what does this girl want and like I looked at a spreadsheet and she said I would never buy myself Lululemon I was like I'm sending this girl a couple hundred dollars in Lululemon and she freaking, like, lost her mind. Oh, my God! Lululemon! Ah! Yeah, I was like, yeah, you got to crawl out of the woods out there in South Carolina. Get out of swamp. You know, maybe you have to Amazon, or not Amazon, you got to online deliver it to you, but whatever. She was all excited. But what are the things that are going to move that for people? And something I had a conversation with just yesterday with some people is I said, you know, 
if if somebody's in your front line and their PQV is absurd, you know, like your personal recruits and their person and they are selling their heinies off. Set something up for them. Like find out what they like. Okay, y'all know I like flowers, right? Like I like the extra, extra flowers. Read all about it. There's a reason Lisa has me on freaking flower subscription. It's a subscription. She doesn't have to think about it. They just show up and she goes, oh, yes, I knew. You didn't know, you freaking liar. You already paid, you paid in advance. You paid up front. But it's smart. It's really smart. Right? How can you move and motivate people? Not everybody's going to like flowers. Maybe they want a basket of cookies every month. Maybe they want a snack attack. I don't know. What the hell? Anything. It doesn't really matter. But get personal. Because if you don't, they're going to go away. When you connect your vision to the possibilities of what will come true if they do these things, people's engagement is way more meaningful. So if you're going to have a meeting with like your small little inner group, ask them, hey, uh, just do brainstorming back and forth. What do you guys want? What kind of incentives do you want? What kind of things work best for you? What, what, what would you run for? Do one-on-one meetings with your best people. What do you like? You know, hey, I have a goal for you. You know, double your, double your new volume from last month. I'll give you $500 if you're money motivated, right? Like I'm making up stuff. You can do whatever you want. But organize that stuff by getting to know these people, whether it's in a small group setting or if it's one-on-one. And then connect the possibilities of whatever you'll buy for them, do for them, whatever for them, to an actual goal, right? And then actually engage them by asking them for their ideas, asking them for their input, and then make them feel like they're on this journey for success with you. If some of you are going to roll out of this call and have a call with your team like we talked about, and you're going to set a goal with intentions for the end of the month, and you're going to text them and do all the stuff like I said to do, who are the people on that call where you can be like, hmm, what can I, what can I give Nicole as a task? What would make her run? Hmm. What does Kate want? Hey, Kate, what do you want? Having conversations, right? What's going to get you to requalify as blah, 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 so-and-so? Conversation, 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 because then they feel like they're part of the journey to success and it doesn't feel like it's for you anymore. Yeah, it'll get you to your goal, but good old Zig Ziglar, you'll get everything you want out of life by helping enough people get what they want. So are, if you ask yourself honestly, are you finding out what those team members of yours want and need from you and then making sure they have those, right? All right, next thing we need to do better if you want to manage our people better is recognize the actual uh, power of influence, Sorry, I just got a text message from Jenny. The actual power of influence through our brands, right? So I talked about this a lot on 212, but it's like we cannot lead people if we, that, that are a level we're trying to attract if we are not leading ourselves. It's impossible. And I said this in different ways. I include physicality and all kinds of stuff like that, but like, Your teams watch you so much. Your potential recruits watch you so much. If you're not consistent 
It's why it's difficult for you to recruit and not because you're not a good recruiter, not because you don't have the right scripts, but because people are watching you and they're thinking to themselves, like, she posts like once a month. She posts like very erratically. Like, will I be able to get a hold of her? Where did he go? Right? It makes people question what they should and shouldn't do. So look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself if you're actually building that brand. Right? Ask yourself that. And some of you can get... You know, like I will tell you, one of the coolest things, like it makes me think like if, I don't know, I'm like speaking off the cuff now, but it would be really cool if like every Wednesday almost, like I love spirit weeks, you know, Kayla Han's outfit today is the freaking best by the way. But, um, I was like, oh my gosh. And Amanda Hodgson House is like, where are you? I was like, I'm naked. She's like, ha ha. I said, no, it's throwback day. I was born naked. I was, just, I just thought that today would be the day that I just... Right? Um, yeah, she is like the spirit week queen, isn't she? Reminds you she got some blue in her, right? But um I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, like what is the vision though of what we're creating? Like getting on that call last night and it was just a it was almost like we were in uniforms. Did anyone else feel like that? Like the sense of unity on that call last night was just different. Nobody was dressed up. Nobody needed to be dressed up. But we all had our freaking uniforms on. And there was something about that. And then even people who don't have our swag were like, no, like, I'm part of this. I'm wearing my black shirt. I'm putting my freaking gold on. I'm going to find some crowns. I'm going to make a background on my Zoom screen so I can be part of the team. Like, what are those little things? Like, what can you have your team be known for? Allowing them to obviously have their autonomy. That's why we have so many different pieces of swag, right? But it does, it does get kind of cool when you look around and it's like, how many people have a little bit of color in their hair, right? Or how many people, you know, pull their, their hair back on the front or like whatever it is. What are the little things you do that you're starting to notice your team does? It ripple effects. Even how you mix up your ketones. How many of you have bought a... a Perfect example. How many of you drink a freaking ketone from a freaking Starbucks cup? Mmm. Mmm. Busted. Right? Like, I don't think you think about how influential. By the way, we're going to have Starbucks cups in the giveaway. Ha <laughs> ha. Like the fun ones, yeah, because y'all are a bunch of weirdos with damn cups. But whatever, people want them, so here we go. All right? But, uh, yeah, I don't like the stirring either. Like, I blow bubbles and like, but it just doesn't do the same thing for me, so um, I digress. But um, I'm telling you, like, I look at Jenny's team. What do you think a lot of Jenny's team, how do you think a lot of them mix their ketones? I've seen it. They pour them in, they literally, like, tear them and, like, crinkle them. This is not effective. And they put them in like, this is them trying to get it in a freaking, they put it in a water bottle. That's literally what they do. Cause she crinkles it and then she like bangs the sides of it. It takes her forever to mix a ketone. All right. That's what Jenny does. It's what her people do. It's very ineffective. Highly suggest blender bottles. Okay. But, um, my point still remains. What is the image you want to have for your organization? What is the way you want to show up, right? And can you show up like that more often, okay? Like, 
it's interesting. You guys should, I don't have time to go over it, but there is an act like there, you know, that colors emote feelings, right? I'm not talking about color personalities, like actual colors. So like black emotes this protection and authority. It's like the color of protection and authority. What is green? You all already know, <laughs> right? Like, you know, okay. Uh, by the way, it's not just black, but blues and grays also are productions of trust and authority and, and power. So just like an FYI, right? Like creative people with the bright colors, right? All these little things that you are doing. You're like, I just think I look good in blue, right? But there's actually more to it and how can you create culture inside of the culture that your team becomes part of okay next thing all of us need to get better at is maintaining great communication I will tell you this was probably my biggest weakness and it was something I really wanted to turn into a strength um and a lot of it is definitely the conversations you don't want to have like I won't lie to you um, there's really not that many of you on here left that I have not had. Well, actually, there's a lot of new champs, too. So uh, this is no longer true, I suppose. But there's a lot of hard conversations I've had to have with nearly every single one of you. Right? I don't like getting on the phone being like, mm, this feels gross. You know, like, what is going on? You know, why do we feel like this? Why are we talking like this? Is everything, are we Okay. Right? And then there's sometimes you're on the phone for like 45 minutes and you're like, this person, I'm talking to a freaking wall. I've had some of that for sure where you're like, I'm trying to remind you I freaking care about you and I love you. Like, and you're just not hearing. Like, I wouldn't say that, but I'm thinking that, right? But the maintaining of great communication, it's everything for your organization. It's everything for the longevity. It's everything to prevent attrition. And if you, I mean, you can just ask yourself, do you feel like you communicate too much? I would guess not. Or do you feel like you don't communicate enough? Right. And then are you, here's an even deeper question. Are you sure 100% of the time that the message was crystal clear? Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) Like last night, okay, and and I just, I'll I'll just use it because it's a very relevant example. A lot of us go to what to have hard conversations. What's the method of communication we're doing it in? Yeah. Text. Can we all agree 10 out of 10 worst decisions you've ever made are to try to have a hard conversation through text? Yeah. Literally last night. It's like 10.30 at night and I get this text message uh, in a thread I'm part of that pertains to our company. I'll just leave it at that. And I was like, what the mother? I mean, I was like ready to like cuss somebody out. And I was typing and deleting and typing and del- I was like, the audacity to have this motherfucking conversation and a motherfucking text. What the? F-? Like, I'm like, like, I'm getting real. Like, what the f- is going on? Like, oh, <laughs> right. And I'm ready to like fight. I'm getting screenshots from the other thread. That's a high level thread. I'm like, that's right. Fight him back. You know, like I'm like, hold my, <laughs> I'm like, this is not belonging text. Why is this not a phone conversation? Why is this not done over a Zoom call? This is not a text conversation. Emotions are getting real high, right? I'm sitting there looking at my phone like my sleep's getting affected. My heart is racing. I'm having like palpitations over here. My anxiety, like, 
And it, I mean, here's the crazy thing. You know what I did? I straight up muted the thread. I was like, get this the hell out of here. I cannot with this conversation. This does not belong in text. Y'all have got to pick up the phone when there is drama. You want drama to be gone? You pick up the phone. I don't want to hear nothing about your team drama, cross-line drama, up-line drama, sideline drama, downline drama, if you have not picked up the damn phone. And so this morning, basically lived on the phone. I was on the phone with two of our owners this morning. I was on the phone with head of legal this morning. I was on the phone. I've been on the phone with one of our owners, I don't know, four or five phone calls already this morning. Why? Because there's no need for the drama that's going on. And it would have never happened if there was a phone conversation. Now it's cool. Like, now I'm good. Now I'm on this call. I'm chill as a little cherry pie over here. I'm fine. Because I had conversations. Brie was like, are you sure you're okay? I was like, I'm good now, for real. Like, I know my energy was all kinds of messed up uh, because we were having text conversations that don't belong in text. Yeah, I'm doing a good job. Mm, I'm doing a good job. Yeah, like, I was like, get this out of here. But we do that all the time, don't we? Don't y'all, some of y'all right now have anxiety in your chest. I know you do because it's a conversation you're supposed to have two months ago and now you're just dragging it out and the other person's probably sitting on this call and you're like, I'm just not, I'm just going to move them off my screen because I cannot, okay? And maybe they're not on this call. Maybe it's somebody else on your team. I don't really know. But you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that. You've been there. You've done that. You got the t-shirt. When are you going to pick up the phone? Are you going to let the problem get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger? And when you think you've communicated it, my biggest suggestion is to communicate it a little more. How many of you all have heard me say that before? When you think they understand, especially if you're talking to a man, okay? That's a little bonus tip, asterisk, okay? Especially if you're talking to a man, I need you to make sure they can repeat it back to you or something. Because, man, oh man, they do not listen. Something's wrong with their ears. They need better Q-tips made especially for men. Because, I don't know, I saw something on TikTok where there's like this little... <laughs> sorry, but it's for real. I saw this thing on TikTok because Aubrey Marcus was talking about... You know who Aubrey Marcus is? He's like this business guy, whatever. He was talking about how he thought he was going deaf, y'all. And I'm like, men are all trying to make excuses that they're deaf, right? And they're, yeah, no one else saw this. Did you see this? He literally got his ears cleaned out by some tool that was then on TikTok. Like, I saw it on TikTok, right? And this huge, huge, like, <coughs> like, I'll barf thinking about it, came out of this man's ear canal. Disgusting. And then there was a TikTok about it, and people are like, you got to buy this little thing. I was like, I'm not buying it. My ears are fine. It, I do not need that, but all men probably need that. So if you're a man and you're listening to this, and I'm only 10% as loud, as I should be you need to go clean your ears out because we are sick of communicating over and over and over again thank you so much all right thank you so much so many communication issues would be solved if y'all would clean your ears out and q-tips are bad they just keep shoving it in there I guess apparently I don't know I think q-tips work on women q-tips do not work on men they need <laughs> Mike is over there shaking his head probably nodding his head right like his because his, his volume's up he's turned his volume up he's disturbing his whole household to be able to hear this I appreciate it all right <laughs> but look use verbal communication and use written communication but please get on the phone when there is something negative going on or if you feel that pressure in your chest or your throat or wherever you feel it, the anxiety in your actual physical state where you know you need to have a conversation, have a conversation. Okay? What we all need to do better at is we've got to understand gratitude. We've got to understand gratitude and we've got to give more gratitude. I said it yesterday on the call. I think it was yesterday. But there is every single one of you on this call, even on your worst days when you're most stressed out, 
last month, any of these things, your life is so much better than 99% of the world. And you sit there sometimes, I do it too, and you act like the freaking sky is falling out because your business is not doing what you want it to do or your team member's not listening to you. What if you had more gratitude? Did y'all say thank you this morning just for freaking life? You're, the chats were so happy this morning. Oh my gosh, so happy to see it. All right, you said thank you this morning for the freaking gift of life, for, for the abundance that you have. Are you gonna say thank you this evening? You should. Everyone I know, whose business, businesses are growing, they practice gratitude constantly. Constantly. Simple thank yous. Simple well dones. Simple reach outs. Don't cost you a dollar. How often are you telling your team, so good, your Instagram stories were so freaking good today, Luna. Like, hell yeah. So good. Oh my God, I loved it, Jen. Jen, you are so good on live video. Really proud of you. These little things that we just like, we don't think to do because you're like, yeah, I saw it. Okay, but like, did you tell Crystal that her TikTok yesterday with the Empire gear was like the best freaking TikTok ever? It made me so happy. Like, oh my God, I reshared it. I was like, this makes me so happy. She's like, this isn't even all my gear. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. I was like, oh my God, I love it. Okay, think about that. So make it a habit to say thank you. Make it a habit to tell people how you feel. Make it a habit to make people feel appreciated. Your business will grow. Next thing is make it more fun. And I think you see that happening in the empire. We have turned into freaking ketone robots. Okay. We have turned into protons, carrot cake. Oh my God. A a bone broth. Tastes like an everything bagel. Oh my God. Buy some. Life's a peach. Yay. Uh, My favorite flavor. Oh my God. It is so uneventful. Like I literally like, (laughs) Courtney Chapman's like dying over there. Okay. We're like turning into these zombie versions of ourselves. It's horrible. Someone make a TikTok on that. It's true. It's true because it's funny and it's embarrassing to admit quite frankly that that's what we've turned into and I was like this cannot be because if we are four years into this what is this going to look like with eight like what 10 more years of robotics I can't I can't sign up for that I just want to I will want to sleep my life away right how can you have fun how can you make your morning mix-ups more fun how like it's important that we open the, the Wednesday calls with dance meetings dance parties whatever it's fun people literally look forward to that They look forward to being spotlighted. It's important that we highlight the fun stuff going on on our team. It's important that we have a good time. It's important we do the giveaway. Not just for team camaraderie, but like it is fun to watch people win. It's like when people are like, oh, oh my God, the Louis bag's next. And they lose their freaking mind because it's fun. It no longer feels like business, but they're making money. I want you to think about how you can incorporate way more fun into your business. And it doesn't have to be big stuff like the big team retreat I just did for my frontline or whatever. But like, what are the fun things? It's important we go to Eric's. Please fill out the survey. Like I said, if you didn't already, it's in your pulse and it's in the champ chat. It's important we go do that. And it's important we come in a day early and we do stupid stuff in Vegas. And it's important we leave a day late so we can do stupid stuff in Vegas, okay? And it's important that we laugh and we take photos and we do TikToks and I throw somebody in the koi pond. Just kidding, okay? I won't do it. You throw me in the koi pond, I'm going to freaking choke you, all right? But I'm kidding. I love you, but I will get a little violent. I don't like water unless it's 100 degrees and, like, it will not be 100 degrees, so watch yourself. Lizbeth, you coming all the way from the Netherlands, I will still get you. I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right. But anyway, okay. Like I want you to stop for a minute and think about how you can make it fun. So lighten up. 
Y'all are laughing right now. Like, <laughs> you're laughing because I've just threatened Lizbeth. All right, like, cute little Lizbeth of all people is now threatened in thinking about not coming to Vegas, all right? But, like, it's good to have a laugh. It's good, right? Last night's training when I was talking about my weight loss journey, right? Like, not even fat loss, like my straight-up weight loss journey. People were freaking rolling. Like, they were, they were learning because they were laughing. I had their attention like I've probably never had on a team training. Would you agree? People were like, wiping tears. I'm just talking about real-life stuff. Like, I didn't know a freaking bacon, egg, and cheese bagel wasn't healthy, man. Like, anyone else? Like, damn, I thought it was a healthy mix. I thought that breakfast of champions right there, okay? Why are you saying it's healthy? Well, like, you, you, like, it's apple juice. How am I supposed to know? I thought apple juice was, you know, apples, right? They were dying. They were so involved in it. And it was because it was fun. We were lightening up. We were allowing ourselves to enjoy our businesses again, okay? Now, if you want good people to stay, like I said, you got you to gotta give them a little something, something sometimes, right? We are paid very well in our compensation plan, don't get me wrong, but isn't it nice sometimes when like your upline reaches out to you and is like, girl, I owe you something. <laughs> what the hell do you want, right? Like some of you have had this conversation, I've said this conversation like recently, or a random gift comes in the mail, Right? Or in your email or in whatever. You're like, what the heck? What? Oh my God. Right? They're going to make, they, they could make the same money in the compensation plan anywhere else and they chose you. There's a reason I get, I mean, I know not everyone on here is my front line, but my front line will tell you, man, you damn right those little, those little heifers be getting spoiled. Yes. Absolutely. You are not welcome to join another team. You are not welcome to leave me. Okay. You are absolutely not welcome to leave me. I will sit at home and cry if you consider the day. Right. I walked up to Luna. I'm like, Luna, I need a shopping list. What the hell? Okay. Like, come on. She's not frontline, but I'm like, listen. Okay. Like, the way this is set up, I'm going to need to spend some money over here. All right. Challenge them. Some of you have top performers and you're literally not challenging them. And not to go back to Sydney, but I literally got on a call like this and I could say it about several of you on here and I never called her out by name, but I said, some of you on here, I don't know why you're still ranked six. I expected more of you. Because she's always talking about how red she is, right? I'm like, I genuinely expected you would be ranked seven by now and you're just sitting there at rank six. We gonna change that? Anytime soon? I could say it with a bunch of you about rank seven. I could say about several of you about rank eight. Right? And it's not that I'm not proud of you where you are, but like, I was kind of expected you'd be a little further. Right? Challenge them. Love them and challenge them. And when you communicate that clear vision of where you're going, nobody's offended by it. They're like, damn, I feel that. Oh. <sighs> Okay, I'm going to get out of this hole. I'm going to get out of this stupid rank six. I'm going to get out of this stupid rank seven, stupid rank eight, stupid house, stupid car, stupid debt, stupid whatever. I'm going to move. Right? But it's the way that it's a little like, hey, I love you, but I believe in you. Right? Find the flow in that. And you're going to be bad at it way before you're good at it. So that's why it's useful to know what these people like. So you can be like, oh, I think I was mean. Let me mail you a Roomba. All right. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> that was mean. Let me mail you something real fast. Okay. Let me send you some leggings, girl. Let me send you some shoes. That was a little harsh. Right? 
Okay. And then I will tell you the last thing I'll say, because I know I'm already over time is look, if you want to be able to manage people properly and lead a team is you have to admit when you're wrong and it is the worst, but it makes you a better leader. I don't like coming on and saying when I've been, I've screwed up or my energy has been low or what have you. I knew August was going to be bad because my energy was funky. Right, my energy was funky. I was like trying to pull myself out of where I was like, prove it, give me a damn sale, please. I need some energy boosters. No, no sale. Well, then I'm gonna stay in a funk. All right, I don't know if you can relate to that, but I was like, oof, I know I'm affecting the whole team. So I've apologized to a bunch of people, right? I'm like, I'm sorry, my energy was crap. Of course, the team volume was crap last month, right? Makes you a better leader when you're real with people. And a true leader always has humility. Look, I want y'all to be confident. And I want you to have a healthy ego. Ego is not entirely the enemy. Like I need you to walk with a little bit of swagger about what you do. You drive a free car that you've earned. You work really freaking hard. You, you're paying your bills. Girl, you're doing a good job. You moved out of that little tiny house. Now you got a big house. Girl, you're doing a good job. Right? You, you moved from Cancun or Mexico City to Acapulco. Get it, Roberto. Boy, you're doing a good job. Beachfront property, capo. Okay, you're doing a good job. Right? Like, I want you to celebrate all these things. And you're only going to have celebrations if you have that healthy ego of like yeah yeah that's right my tiktok went viral yeah that's right i got those followers i work my butt off right all those different things for sure absolutely but make sure that you're not that psycho egomaniac who you really i had this conversation with christina the other day don't let people think that they are the ones that did it all that's when the ego starts to get a little wonky Right? When you're like, oh. Right? You're like, oh, that's not good. People don't even want to be around you anymore. But your ego is so freaking big, you literally have it in your head that like, I could leave and do it all over again just as big. Do you know how many people in network marketing I know who have left 50, 60, 80, $100,000 checks a month? And they're like, I can do it again because I'm the one who did it. (laughs) Never to be heard of in network marketing ever again because they couldn't figure out how to make more than three grand a month. Because it was the team. Keep our egos in check. It will drive you forward forever. Forever. I want you to be confident. I want you to have swagger. I want you to shake your butts on social media if that's your thing. I want you to wear the crop tops if that's your thing. I want you to feel good in your body always. I want you to be all those things. I also want you to make sure you understand that this is a team effort. Nobody gets to the top of anything by themselves. And as soon as you start thinking, oh, it's me, it's me. Well, when it all freaking erodes... Because you try to pull people away from the nucleus, from the team environment. You only will have yourself and your toxic, toxic ego to blame. So, 